0: I am extremely excited to uh, get to have a conversation today with the mighty Bee Butcher Um, and really we, um, you know, obviously we've just this week marked our one year anniversary since lockdown uh, first happened in the UK and this past year has been many things to many people with a huge variety of experiences and responses to the year. But the incredible thing is that Jesus is still on the throne. God is still good. He's still my provider. He's our healer, our ever-present help in time of trouble, and on and on and on the list goes. And what we really felt today um, would be great to have a conversation and really just ask one another questions about our lives uh, in this past year. And we're really basing it on the great verses from Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, which say, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. And so be, it would just be great to hear, you know, for you, what what have been some of the situations that you have faced eh, this past year that have caused you to really trust in God and not lean on your own understanding?
1: Right, that's quite quite a big one, isn't it? Trusting in the Lord and leaning not on your understanding. And um, yeah, I, I was kind of uh, thrust into a situation um, over Christmas time, actually, um, which I was not expecting. It's one of those unexpected um, came knocking on the door, if you like. And it was it was one of those things I had like twenty four hours to make a decision and gather everything together and um, and just make huge changes my christmas plans originally uh, keith and I, I thought oh we're going to be in london for christmas spend time with the grandchildren we had it all planned as you do yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and um and we, we we did put our plans before the lord you know we invited him into that um but not expecting there to be any change in that plan at all um and then keith said that he really felt that we shouldn't go and i was thinking Oh, but I really want to go. I've not seen the grandchildren. Um, and so we kind of prayed about it again and really felt a peace had descended on the house. And, and I thought, well, that's it. There's a real peace about this. So I'm not going to kind of fight with this or I haven't got a clue what's going on. I don't understand it. But let's just go with it and see what happens. And then two weeks before, 10 days before Christmas, I had a phone call to say that my mum is seriously ill and that she hadn't been awake for two to three days. Like they could not wake oh. up. Um, and, you know, the first thing happens is your heart starts racing and um, you, yourself takes over. Then the phone calls come from my brother and my sister. And they've kind of been family members that have always looked to me for the answers, always looked to me to sort it out, you know, and, um, and to give them direction and. And, you know, sometimes we don't realize that your know, shoulders are getting a bit heavier and a bit heavier. And then before you know it, you're thinking, actually, I'm, I I really, I need God in this situation. I need God in this situation, you know, because I just knew that I could not do it. It was so serious. I knew that I couldn't sort it out. And so I prayed and I invited God into that situation and I really felt this peace to just pick everything we, we had Christmas gifts, everything, clothes, gather it in a bag and just go for it. And we, we literally left the next day to, to the all to visit uh, the family. And in the meantime, God was already at work. And this is the incredible thing because, you know, God's ahead of us and my brain is, is not there. And, you know, and I'm thinking what's going to happen in this situation. And so um, I was in contact with my sister and, um, she, she said that she'd actually managed to get into the home and um, she said to me that that, 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 that mum hadn't been awake at all, he couldn't wake her and I said well how did you get into the home because as we all know during lockdown you, you can't get into, into residential care homes, it's mm-hmm. it's really been a sad situation, many of you probably facing that situation with your own family and um, you know God um intervened in that situation and it turned out that the the doctor that went to visit my mum was my sister's doctor (laughs) and so she phoned my sister and said that you know when was the last time you saw your mum and it'd been a long long time and she said right I'm gonna open the doors for you to go in I really don't think that your mum's going to come through at all she's she's just not responding and so um you know all the drive all the way down there. I mean, you do what you know to do. You, you you know, you pray and you call friends, you send a text, um, but you can still kind of feel this weight on your shoulders a responsibility and what's going to happen. And, you know, I'll be honest, I really, for me, I thought that's it. You know, (laughs) my mum is born again. I'm so, so grateful for that. Um, But I thought this is her time. And, um, and so I was, that was what I was expecting to face um, but we, we were still in contact with my sister and, um, and as I was, uh, uh, approaching the homes about 20, 25 minutes away, I just got this word, you know, about, um, you know, uh, mom, wake up, wake up. You need to awake. And I called my sister and my sister said, oh, I, I'm singing to, to mom. I'm here. And, um, and, and I'm saying to her, awake, awake. And her eyes have opened. Wow. <laughs> And,
0: um, after what three
1: days after, after three,
0: it three days have been unconscious there is oh. no water
1: no food not responding to anybody doctors nurses nothing absolutely no. nothing and um and so I, i'm really excited in the car and she's, you know, <laughs> she's definitely opened her eyes and um she's going back to sleep, but she's opening her eyes, and I'm saying to her, No, you need to stay awake, you know, you need to be awake. And and my sister's actually telling me on the phone she's praying and singing, and, and and of course I'm thinking, wow. Um, and so anyway, I gets to the home and um goes in in, in and sits with mum and do the same things my sister's doing, talk to my mum. The more that we're talking to her, the more she hears the voice, the more she is waking up. And um, it was just incredible. And then what happened was this. And my mum mumbled the words that she wanted a drink and um, that the, the carers were, were, were really concerned that she might choke. And so they were saying, oh, we're not allowed to do that. And my sister was becoming a bit fraught with this and, and she was kind of becoming quite verbal. And she said, she needs to have a drink. She needs to have a drink. And, um, and so just, you know, out, out of my mouth just came, you know, when somebody asked for a drink of water, it's the least thing you can do to them, to give to them, and you know, not realizing at that point, it was actually speaking out the scripture where Jesus talks about, you know, to, to give somebody the, the least you can do is to give them a drink of the thirst to give them water. And so, um, at that point, a nurse came and she come to out from the outside to visit. And um, she she was just listening to my sister and she said, Right, okay, here's a syringe, try your mum with this water. And my mum just began to drink, and then before you knew, it, she she asked for a cup of tea. <laughs> and she started to drink a cup of tea. And we were all blown away at this point. My sister was just totally amazed. And she, my mum, day by day, we spent uh, every day at Christmas, New Year, beginning of January with her. We were able to go in and spend that time. We would never have been able to do that under any of the circumstances. So that was incredible. Um, and so my sister and I got time together. And um, we obviously got time with mum, which was so precious. And the mum gained strength after strength. And um, she began to eat. Uh, I remember the first thing she ate um, and she, she was like a little child. She was going, yummy, yummy. Because she there by then it was like six days, seven days she had eaten, And she was yeah. saying, it's delicious, it's delicious. And it was just delightful to see her. And, you know, um, she's still eating and drinking. Um, day by day she's getting stronger. And uh, one of the things that um, my sister and I together prayed was that she would be able to come out of her room. She wouldn't be isolated or alone. She would be amongst people. And that plan is now beginning to happen.
0: Um,
1: And in the midst of all of this, you know, I still didn't really understand what God was doing. I really (laughs) didn't. And um, it's where you suddenly realize that when you lean into God and when you trust him, he does more than you can imagine more than that and I, I'll be honest I think for the first time in my life I realized that God was showing me he wanted to do far more than you know for my mum for my sister for myself my brother than we could have imagined um and you know that leads me on to um my sister because what what was happening underneath and behind the scenes was that. God was beginning to speak to her and um, she began to call me and say to me, you know, I've I've got these feelings inside that I shouldn't hold begrudges or I shouldn't have offense with people. And and I I just couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. And she was saying there's no place in my heart for it anymore. And I don't want it. Mm. And I want I just want to be at peace and I want to love people and do the best that I can. And I, I, I just knew that, you know, this could not, this had to have been the Holy Spirit <laughs> yeah. that was working in her life. Um, and so there was this dual thing that was happening in my family. And, you know, I was just kind of watching this unfold. And, you know, the incredible thing is when you get inspired and God inspires you, Holy Spirit inspires you, and you see something with your own eyes, it just encourages you just to, to, to pray more, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, things are beginning to happen for my sister and she's beginning to take steps, which I've never seen her take steps before in, in her own heart and her own, you know, gathering this understanding that there must be more than this and having this feeling that she just didn't want anymore in her heart. Um, and so she's on her own little journey with that. And um, even to the point that she's made contact with with one of my brothers, my older brother, that she hasn't spoke to in years, mm-hmm. and she's actually made contact with him. And you know, we we just. We just don't know where these th- things lead to do we um we just don't and that 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 now has led to him actually having contact with his own daughter that he hasn't had contact with and so they're on this little journey which I'm watching unfold and are quite excited about um yes I mean you know there were days where I had no idea what was happening and you know and thinking is is this going to be you know the year that my mum is actually going to be in glory and and I need to accept that. But God was showing me something totally different um, and asking me to partner with that. Yeah. Um, so it, I would say it was a, it was a new thing for me. Um, it was it was something that I had to learn to dig deep. I had to learn to trust um, and then trust some more and then trust some more. Um, and then begin to see that the weight of it was actually causing me to just get those old feelings that you've had in the past where you think that just doesn't feel good it doesn't feel a bit like my sister recognizing that for the first time Mm. and then seeing that you know the alternative to me not trusting God with my mum's life and with my with my sister and and the outcome of what that was going to look like was going back to something that I'd seen before or done before that was just what I I call the ugly I call the dark hole you know where it gathers you in and sucks you in and you that you got to try and climb out of it and it it doesn't serve you it doesn't bless you it doesn't give life to you and God was saying to me look you know you just don't need to go there you can you can literally you know be at so much peace with this And so, yeah, I'm just really learning I have been learning how to bit by bit recognize this shoulder going down with the weight of it and think, no, 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 you know, God's done this. I'm going to trust him a bit more. God's done this. I'm going to trust him a bit more. So, yeah, it's been a really interesting time um, of, you know, the suddenlies of moving in this direction that didn't think it was going to go in to one door shutting that I thought was going to
0: open. And to my mum having a whole new lease of life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess if you'd have been leaning on your understanding, you would have been thinking that you would have been planning a funeral. And yet God's understanding looks completely different because, I mean, his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. It's incredible. And I mean, I guess in terms of, you know, obviously there's been a lot of stuff happening with your family I mean did you did you feel like you needed to transition kind of to a point where you did fully rely on God or did you feel like you've all you were able to do that through the whole the whole time
1: I think there was a definite transition I think that um you know we, we often hear people talking about you know the season you've been in before puts you in really a good stead for what's coming yes. so you know it's always good to to gather you know to, to to learn to study um, to experience because that will put you in good stead so there is always that to it and um there was definitely an element of that because I could see the difference with myself and say from a sister who is a, is a born again Christian but has never really um Kind of progressed in her walk so she was kind of starting at scratch point a base point whereas for me there was something there for me but I definitely felt that I had to I had to dig a lot deeper and I, I do believe that God wanted me to have a whole new understanding of what it meant about the peace and trusting in the Lord and the learning. <laughs> um because I think we think oh we've got it and then <laughs> something happens and you think oh okay <laughs> didn't you know yeah maybe I know. i'd only just grasped it um and so i do think that um yes there was there was the past experiences that definitely put me in good stead for that but there was also some new learning that god wanted to show me that i could go deeper in that yeah. um and you know i you know we can say we welcome it now but when you're actually going through that <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it is a choice <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's a choice that, you know, we we often say, don't we, that it's everyday. You know, I I I felt God saying to me, the world makes it has to make a choice every day when it wakes up, but so do we. We have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which which way do, do we lean? Do we lean on, you know, this is going to be horrendous and a terrible outcome, or this is going to be um very beautiful because when God's in something, it is beautiful, but it doesn't. It it unfolds. It's you don't see it straight away. You do not see it. It unfolds as it goes along. And sometimes it's when we even look back that we start to see that that things are the God's made things beautiful out of it. There is some hidden treasure in it, but we don't always see that at first because you know when we're being moved along very quickly within the situation and we have to think very fastly. Um, or what
0: our, our action or reaction is going to be? Yeah, you, yeah, Are we our choice is how do we how are we going to respond? You know, are we going to choose to trust God? Are we going to lean Him? Are we going to believe that you know that He is working things eh, all things together for our good? You know, and what how are we going to choose to respond? Is it's a huge thing for sure. Yes. And did you? Yes. I mean, you, I know that you obviously have another family member. Did you want to talk about that as well just now? Or
1: yeah, so one of one of my family members. I've got four brothers and one sister. and one of my brothers. No, it's a big family. And um one of my brothers, um, he's really been going through quite a trial with anxiety. And um again, he, he gave his life to the Lord, um, but he hasn't um, had the opportunity to for, for for him to be in a church setting and to be amongst Christians to to bring him along his journey. And um, so God has been using his sister to to, to help support him in, in his journey. And um And so we've kind of been building up this relationship um, with with God and with each other over a period of time. But um, just in the last year, I mean, he has really had some major suffering going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's when it's your own member of the family, somehow it's. I think it's a lot harder. I think a lot of us would say that when it's very close to home, yeah. it, it can it can really be a burden to you. It can really can be a burden because you are so wanting them to be free of all of the anxiety and all of the, the torment that they're going through. Um, but incredibly, um, again, I'm watching how um, God is moving and beginning maybe to answer some of these prayers that I've been praying for quite a few years um, that I've been thinking – you know, I'm still waiting, you know, you know, am I giving up? Am I still waiting? Um, And so what's been happening for him is that he's not um, been really out of the house at all. And um, he's been going just very local, walking to to the shop or to the doctors. That's it. That's all he can manage. And so he's not seen his mum, my mum in a long, long time. And um, so he had um, called me to say that, you know, he's really upset um he's besides himself because he's got this mother's day present and he's not going to be able to give it to her yeah. and you know as much as the best will in the world um we all know that there are times that our frustrations get the better of us so I do get frustrated with him sometimes um and this is common was, with siblings I think <laughs> absolutely it really is and um and in some ways I'm glad because it's then that God shows me that you know, that's frustration. And I, I can, I can, I can exchange that. So I, I think it's really good that I can recognize when those frustrations come now. um But God's been showing me um again about, about his, it is bigness of his love and, um, and to move more in this love and this compassion. And so I've been doing that as well. But this particular day, I just said to him, just, he mentioned about maybe you could get on a bus. And I really thought, I'll be honest, I thought to myself, he's never going to get on a bus, but I didn't speak it out. I just went, just get on the bus then, just get on the bus, thinking he's gonna call me the next day and say I didn't do it. And he called me the next day to say he got on the bus and he didn't know where he was going. I mean, he roughly knew where he was going, but he didn't know what, what bus stop, things like that. So he spoke to the driver and the driver literally dropped him right outside the street that he was to go down. And he got off at the right place. He got to the home and he had his little gifts in his hand, and, you know, trembling with this anxiety. And then next minute he heard a voice saying um, his name and then saying you know how did you get here and it was his sister and his <laughs> sister had no idea that he was going to be there at that place at the same time as him and they were able to chat they were able to welcome one another and they both gave him their gifts into the home and then he uh, was walking away thinking i really don't know how i'm going to get home i don't know what bus to get on and he's getting anxiety again And my sister happened to see the bus he was supposed to get on and shouted him and said, there's the bushes to get on. And he got home safely. And he told me how excited and how God was looking after him. And it was so clear that God was looking after him and wanted to encourage him. And so I'm just, you know, it's given me this thirst and it's given me this excitement to 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 go round two, go round three, go round four, to pray for my sister, and my brother, to see them come into a place where they can have this fullness that God has promised us that, you know, that we, sometimes I take for granted, you know, that, that I, I want that so much for them and we want it for our families. And so I, I'm in this place where God is opening my eyes to see a little bit more of what he's doing and how he's helping them. And they are beginning to recognize it. And so that, that excites me and it, it helps me say, I'm, I'm going to trust God and I'm not going to lean on what I think is, yeah. is, is happening. Not, not looking in the natural because I'm beginning to see that God clearly is working behind the scenes. Yeah, Amazing. so good. <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's really encouraging. So, Jan, how about you? I mean, what's, what's happening for you? And um, how have you been facing the situations in your life during lockdown and kind of what challenges and what's what's kind of causing you to grab a hold of God and and seek him oh yeah I mean I
0: think if you know this past year really you know trusting the Lord and lean not on your understanding I think has really been something that I've just had to live and um, so I think in a few areas for me the first one would be uh, in my um job so uh, there's been a huge um, upheaval and I guess pressure and at times extreme stress uh, in my workplace. So I, um, both of my bosses actually left um, in lockdown, one through retirement and the other through um, ill health, meaning that by default, um, my colleague and I ended up running the company just because there wasn't anyone else. So that was uh, interesting. And then we also um, packed up and moved out of our office permanently whilst navigating, you know, closures of different council regions, and you can't travel and you can't, you know, you can't do all sorts of things. And so, just, you know, that and then navigating possible redundancies and possible pay cuts and then furlough. And I think, I mean, miraculously, I still have a job and we haven't had to let anyone go in our company but it's not been an easy um, year in that respect and then um, in terms of my my home life uh, not home life sorry my actual flat um so about a year and a half ago my uh, the neighbours in the flat below me um, removed uh, two supporting walls and didn't support them so I now have a uh, cracks in every room on my flat and so I really just been stuck in an insurance saga ever since and also with you know litigators and all sorts of other people so just you know admin nightmare but but with no repair work having happened and so I think what what it's really done is caused me to just um actually leaning into God has looked like what's going on what do you what do you want to see what are you what's happening what's happening and I think really what he's just repeated again and again to me has been it's going to be okay I know what I'm doing trust me you know watch and see what I'll do you know trust me for the outcomes of everything that's unknown in your life right now and so I think just that sense of actually I, I have to acknowledge him um, and all of you know in all my ways because there's so many things that are just giant question marks in my life that I can't I'm not in control to, I'm not in charge over the outcome of these situations but actually he um you know Jesus bought me at a price so I belong to God and, and he's got great things in store for me and so I think you know it's there's been I think like everyone's had challenges with without with family and friends you know I've had um had to help friends navigate um you know the sadly losing parents in this season and you know i've had elderly family members with covid you know causing you it just causes you to pray like never before like you said be you know when it's your own family you really get kind of a bit kind of almost weighed down by things and um but they're both okay thankfully and um I think yeah, just you know, I had I had family in China um, when the outbreak, uh, COVID outbreak, uh, happened last year, and so I think just really trusting God for so many things um, in this season. So I, I definitely would say it's not been the um, most glamorous year of my life, um, but God is good, and um, I think that would be my my kind of summary. And trusting in Him is the only way to do it. So, yeah, I, th- I think
1: with the enormity of of, of- in the natural of the size of those things you say I mean you're not in control of that are you (laughs) you know you can't you can't change those situations and so leaning into God and and trusting him is almost (laughs) almost like you have nothing else left (laughs) have you very much (laughs) (laughs) that's it's it's they're quite big things to to hold aren't they in that sense to hold lightly and give to God yeah 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 wow wow and and kind of how do you think kind of God has spoken to you during this time and um, kind of what, 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 what is your, what's your go to, what's your kind of lean to things that help you to trust God? Yeah.
0: I mean, I think, you know, it's, it's kind of even the, like how do you strengthen yourself in the Lord? Like how, you yeah. know, how do you walk your life with Jesus? And I think, um, I think for me, um, I guess, There'll be a few things, but some of the main ones would be, I guess, um, processing with God has been a huge one for me. And I think what I love is Proverbs 3, um, 5 to 6 in the in the Message um, Bible, because it says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. (laughs) (laughs) Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. And I think for me, like listening to God's voice and everything I do has really been key and is key for me. So I love to journal and to process like thoughts and feelings. I ask the Trinity questions. Um, I write down what they tell me. I spend time chatting and listening and getting there perspective. And I think certainly, I mean, one of the things that's definitely happened repeatedly in the past year is, you know, when Jesus talks about in Matthew that uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I think, you know, obviously the reality of having only a light burden is actually sometimes extremely challenging. And I think for me, I've I've definitely been weighed down by stuff for sure. And I've had to have Jesus like point that out to me on several occasions and actually ask me to hand stuff over. And um, right. so I've had to, you know, surrendering the endless to do lists and just really trusting Jesus to have it all. Because I guess the thing is that, like, my shoulders actually weren't designed to carry anything that God hasn't approved for me to have or that He's placed kind of in my life. So I just, I, I've just repeatedly been like, I only want to be weighed down by you, Jesus. I only want to be weighed down by you. But then subtly things just kind of creep onto your shoulders a little bit. Um I think as well, like I just remind myself of like past history with God and also like testimonies. So, yeah. like, for example, um, like with my job situation, like the, the job I have now, I remember God speaking to me really clearly saying that um, when I was looking for a new job at that point all those years ago, um, I remember God saying to me that the job I have for you is not one that you've thought about or considered. And at the time I was applying for jobs and I was like, well, I'm thinking about this and I'm considering it. Does that mean I'm not going to get it? And then sure enough, I actually ended up getting headhunted and really just told, you know, we want you name your figure, which is just insane <laughs> and amazing. And so I think just reminding myself that like God can literally just pluck a job out of thin air pretty much and, and give it to you. And then the other thing is, that I find amazing is if if like, you know, if we don't have testimonies in our own life, you can actually kind of borrow other people's until you do. And so I've also I have a friend who's a contractor and, They've just watched, or I've watched, their life as God's just provided one job after another and after another. And you know, is it seamless with one starting and one ending? And you know, sometimes no, not always. But I think just the faithfulness of God to just provide employment for them has just been so evident that I just add that to my testimony bank and think, you know, know. whenever in a situation where I've got no job, like God's just going to sort it; it will be fine. Um, And I think as well, just staying rooted in the truth from Scripture. Um, I think you know I I love to make sure that I'm being intentional with my thought life and you know flipping four eight would be my go-to you know whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there's anything excellent anything worthy of praise think about these things and I think it's so easy in difficult challenges and situations to have your mind go and wander down a path that would be really unhelpful so I just make sure that I try not to do that um and again you know like a uh, colossians talks about seeking things that are ab- above and setting your mind on things above so that kind of my internal me like everything like the inner me setting my me on things above and asking holy spirit to help me to do that um and i think the other my other kind of go-to scripture really is i, I love like you know watching birds is just a very relaxing lockdown hobby and uh, we've got like wee bird feeder in the garden but um you know, when Jesus talks about, you know, not being anxious about anything in our life or about what we eat or drink and in Matthew 6, when he says, look at the birds of the air, they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns and your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they?" And I always I just look at wee birds. and They've always got they're sometimes quite fat, you know, and they've got lots of food. And I just think, you know, God's got me. He's going to always look after me. And, and so I don't need to be worried about the future. Um, and then you know we, I mentioned it earlier but you know and God works for the good of those who love him in all things yeah. and and um, I think just having scripture spoken out over our life just give, even speaking it aloud gives us a fresh lens perspectives and kind of like reminds God of biblical truth as as we pray as well and I think for me being thankful is a key as well and also just partnering with joy so you know, I, I choose to laugh sometimes. I'm just like, I don't actually want to be grumpy or cries. cry. I'm just going to laugh about this because then, you know, laughter is good like medicine, the Bible tells me. And also, um, you know, rejoice in the Lord always is what Scripture tells us. And so I think being thankful and joyful, but purposely thanking God out loud for things and kind of cultivating that attitude of, actually what it does is helps you to feel full of faith and full of joy and really have a heart full of what God is doing and not what he's not and so you know I've thanked God for my neighbours and I've had to forgive them quite a few times I have to say you know for wrecking my house but being thankful for my neighbours and being thankful for difficult senior members of my company who are being you know often not easy to deal with thanking God for them and because actually like we said earlier how we choose to respond is, is a choice um, yes. and I think the other thing for me I, I've really got some go-to lockdown worship tunes that have kind of become like yes. the, an- yes. the anthems of lockdown so I just I worship like when I'm having a really unpleasant day and um, I worship music goes on and so that actually my like my heart of love can just the internal me just focuses on him and I can just express and pour out my love towards him in spite of you know external pressure or circumstances so I think really they would be the kind of main things I've um I do and I have done um so I think for you I mean B, obviously I'd love to hear I'm just going to stop talking now because <laughs> I want to hear more from you but what I mean I would love to know like you know what God has been speaking to you about you know during this sort of past year what are some of the things that he's been highlighting to you
1: yeah I think um There's definitely a lot of of scriptures that God's been speaking to me about this year and last year. Um, And, you know, the the, the scripture that talks about your your lamp being filled with oil. Um, And, um, you know, it's just. I look at that scripture about. know how you know the they're all kind of lined up there with their with the lamps and you know they thought that these virgins they thought didn't they that uh, you know they wouldn't be there that long and you know they would get into the into the um house or whatever the what was going on and um and then all of a sudden the lamps went out it was like well look we have some of your oil could you have some of yours and god really speaking to me about that and saying that you know it just does not work like that you know um Really make sure that your lamp is full of oil and it is better to give than it is to receive in the sense that, you know, it it makes us feel just far greater when we've got so much oil that we we can just kind of like split it out, split it out, rather than having to go to somebody because we've got nothing left and we're kind of like just on the side kind of thinking there's nothing left of me you know I haven't looked after myself and I think that's what God is saying look after yourself you know um, and don't just look after yourself physically but look after your spirit fill your lamp with all it's almost like fresh manner you know that fresh manner and so um then I began to think about kind of well what fresh scripture could i have you know and this scripture kept coming to me um in romans um 13 11 it talks about um the you know the anchor that holds within the veil and um am i right in saying that oh i got my i'll come back to that anyway sorry it's hebrews 6 verse 19 it talks about the anchor holds within the veil and um and it just kept coming to me but I couldn't see how it fitted in my life. I couldn't see why God would want to bless me with that scripture. And so um, the more I kind of pushed it aside and thought there's going to be a greater scripture, there's going to be something that's, you know, much much greater than this, that God's going to kind of expound, the more God just kept bringing the scripture. And then, of course, there's this song, isn't it? It sings about my ankle holds within the veil. And and was like, oh, here it goes again. And then it was one of those, days where I think my heart just surrendered and it and it just it was just one of those moments and I thought God you know what I just need to receive this scripture because you're giving it to me and saying to me that this is going to serve me well throughout the year and the year ahead and and so what I'm doing is I'm kind of unpacking that what that looks like for me in that I'm not beyond any veil that's been torn. I'm not trying to get into a place with God. I'm not trying to find him and locate him somewhere. Um, But actually, he is right within me. And that this anchor is so powerful, so strong, that actually nothing I face can ever remove it. Um, I'm just reminding myself of that, 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 you know, This scripture that God's given me is the best scripture for me for this year and the year ahead. There's a reason for it. I'm still kind of pondering that and still chewing on that. But in actual fact, no matter what I face or in actual fact, anything, anybody that I know faces. I know that when I close my eyes and I look within, I see Christ who is the anchor and nothing Nothing can move from that. Everything else has to fall. Everything else has to bow its knee, and so that has now got me excited. It took a little while for me to, to understand and to get that. So it's taught me not to 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 get to um, to give up too easily. To 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 not just bypass something that that comes across. As you know, often we can get prophetic words or people give us a scriptural word and we think oh, it doesn't quite fit or, I don't know what that and we kind of just put it to the side but actually you know it's always good to to just keep going back and asking god about that yeah. and asking god why have you been given that um so that that is my kind of go to um holding on to and investigating more about what that looks like for me and yeah. anything i tell myself anything whether it knocks on the door whether it calls me up <laughs> Whether it writes me a letter, um, whether it texts me or WhatsApp me, or whether I see it on Facebook, if yeah. it's not anything within God's plan and what God says, then it cannot stick to this anchor because the anchor in my, in my spirit, in my body, you know, within me is Christ. Um, really? And so that that's my my big focus and my big thing in regards to everything else that I think about you know, what's going to happen next, you know, where am I going next? What doors are going to open? Which doors are going to shut? It doesn't matter in that sense that um, Christ is the anchor Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, I don't have to, um, you know, scramble and worry about how I'm I'm going to be looking for answers because Christ is the answer, you know, and and the anchor secures me. Um, And if I feel as if I'm feeling a little bit insecure, you know, or of other people's insecurity, anxiety, that perhaps I've had conversations and thought, well, oh, I'm feeling a little bit. I remind myself, no, 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 the anchor, go back to the anchor, you know, um, go back to the anchor. Christ is the anchor, he's give you it, you know, he's give you that. Um, so I, I feel so grateful to be honest. I feel so grateful. Um, and that helps me um to be able to worship, it helps me to be able to, to laugh, to, to have joy. Um, and and be able to to access again the peace that surpasses all the understanding. Yeah. I mean, I'm somebody that likes to have some detail, somebody that likes to have something, please, <laughs> you know. Um, and it's just not always that way, you know. Yes. All of us, can, all of us can experience and say, we don't have the next piece of the jigsaw puzzle, and um, it is that surrender of, no, bro, I'm at, I'm at peace, and to be able to say that is a big thing is a big thing Uh, I'm I'm
0: aware of the times I want us to get a chance to pray before we finish we just uh, only have a couple of minutes before we need to hit end on this wonderful uh, recording but um I would just love it if before you prayed and I'll pray as well but it would be great to just hear um you know if is there maybe just one or two things that God has reminded you of in this past year just just quickly because we really are almost out of time that you'll take with you kind of into this next year um, so that you stay on track with him um and obviously the anchor on well the anchor mm-hmm. and
1: trust in the lord and lean not on your understanding it has to be those two scriptures yeah. um that that i will de- definitely take with me um you know and that that god is more than enough for any situation that we face yeah. um I, you know, it it, it it has to be that, that, that I, I I cannot um, move from, I, do, I have to adopt that position that, that God is more than enough in those situations. Not me, I don't have to be, but God is more than enough. Yeah. Um, so more of me kind of stepping aside and, and and God kind of stepping forward and allowing him to do that
0: is the big thing. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, just... You Know, I, I think understanding that really God is the answer for everything, and even in the mystery, even in the unknowns, even in the big question yes. marks, that actually He is the only one that we can lean on. Yes, and I think that. And the thing that's amazing is the promise that you know that He will make our path straight. Actually, we just need to keep yeah. acknowledging Him, keep leaning and trusting on Him, and not in our own ways because His ways are better anyway. Um, so it'd be great. I'd love to just pray. If we both pray for everybody listening. So I hope you guys have found this helpful. We'll just try to unpack some of our journey. Um, but yeah, I just want to pray really the message version of that scripture over us all. So God, I just really pray that you will help each and every person listening. Help me, help me, um, help everybody tuned in to actually trust you from the bottom of our hearts. That you would teach us what does trust really mean? What does it really look like? Where we think we've grasped it. I pray that you will teach us afresh what does it really mean to trust you from the bottom of our heart and God I want to pray that we would give up trying to figure everything out on our own and that you will help us to yield and to surrender and I pray just for a um a tug in our hearts that God we would be hungry to listen to your voice in everything that we do and everywhere we go God that you will Um, help us to lean help us to trust and that god you will keep us on track you've promised to make our path straight and i pray that you'll do that in any circumstance that anyone's facing right now god help them to trust you from the bottom of their heart and know that you're going to keep them on track and that you're going to work all things together for the good of those who love you god we just say thank you for everybody tuned in We just speak your blessing over them in your name jesus amen amen
1: yeah and I, i just declare let hope arise in every person that listens um, online that hope arise in your hearts and in your spirit and in your mind that God is a God of promises and that God is a God that is said that he will fulfill all his plans in your life and let this be a season where all of you will be able to say we do have a testimony in Jesus name amen